Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today, we're talking with dietitian Victoria Schwark and radiologist Dr. Neil Patel. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Patel. We're glad to be here today. Dr. Patel is a board-certified radiologist. He has a fellowship in body imaging, is MQSA certified, and is the director of breast imaging. Victoria is a registered dietitian at People's Cancer Institute and Bradley Wellness Center. Dr. Patel, let's start with you. Why did you choose to become a radiologist? Radiology for me was a choice that I made in medical school because I enjoyed all parts of medicine from pediatrics to OBGYN to surgery to psychiatry and neurology. And radiology allowed me to uh, be a part of all of those fields, kind of combine all those fields into one as I evaluated patients on a daily basis. Well, that is very convenient. So you get to cover all that. Right, cover all the specialties. That's wonderful. What is your favorite part of the job? My favorite part of the job is just uh, clinical decision-making. If a patient comes into the emergency room or to our outpatient center, trying to help the referring clinicians figure out exactly what's going on with the patient, provide appropriate clinical care, and answer the medical questions that are being asked. I understand. Uh, Not much spare time, I'm sure, but when you have spare time, what do you enjoy doing? So you're right, I don't have very much spare time. I have four children uh, at home, so uh, spare time is at a premium. Um, When I'm not at work or on the ball fields with them, we spend a lot of time hiking, camping, out on the lake, doing some boating, those sorts of activities. Now your kids, they they play ball. Is it soccer? Is it baseball, softball? What are they? All of the above. Uh, Baseball, soccer, and uh, football are the the main three. Now how many kids you got? Four. Four Four kids. And what's their ages? Uh, My oldest is nine, so nine, eight. Five and three. It's okay. It changes yeah. every year. It changes it's hard every to keep, year. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to keep up. That's right. Boys, girls, a combination. Three boys and one girl. Is the girl the youngest? Second to yeah, second. Second to youngest. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. And when it comes to boating, uh, you boat uh, Chickamauga a lot. Chickamauga Lake usually pulling them on a tube or water skiing, a little bit of fishing here and there. Is that right? Where do you, what do you like to fish for? Uh, just brim, bass, anything. If we're catching fish, it's a good day. It doesn't really matter. You know, I grew up uh, over in Hickson in Middle Valley, Soddy Daisy mm-hmm. area. And my dad and I and my two sisters, my sisters loved it. Uh, we would go catfishing. We loved to catfish. And we would uh, off some of those bluffs, and we would fish and have the best time. Yeah, my, my kids love that. It's a little quiet time, just a break from all the chaos. Well, first off, it's great to have you back. You say you just moved back. Where are you from? Well, I'm from Chattanooga originally. Uh, I went to medical school. I went to, did my undergraduate in, at Boston University in Boston, Massachusetts. I played soccer there. And then uh, I went to medical school at the University of Tennessee, which is actually in Memphis. Right. Um, I did my four years of medical school there, and I stayed on for residency for five years in Memphis. And then I did a extra year of specialized training in body imaging at Johns Hopkins University wow. in Baltimore, Maryland. Of course, yes. Very prestigious. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a great year of training. Baltimore is a great city to live in for a year, but I'm obviously very happy to be back home. I've really... Uh, grown accustomed to Dalton and really enjoy spending time down here and making new friends and being part of the medical community down here as well. Well, it's got to be wonderful to be back in this part of the country. Yeah, it's obviously a change from uh, Baltimore. It's a lot warmer, um, and uh, it's nice to be have some space and some country life and uh, some land, and uh, we've really enjoyed being back and plan on staying here. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Dr. Patel, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about 
People's Cancer Institute here on Health for Life. We'll be right back. If you're in need of medical care, don't delay. Your health won't wait. Hamilton Medical Center is ready to care for you. We are following CDC guidelines. Patients and guests are screened for COVID-19 symptoms. Those who are suspected to have the virus are treated in a separate area. Plus, Hamilton's high-powered UV light robots eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and viruses on surfaces. Please do not delay medical care. Your health won't wait. As always, Hamilton is here for you. Welcome back to Health for Life. Uh, we're talking with dietitian Victoria Schwark and also radiologist Dr. Patel from People's Cancer Institute. Dr. Patel, I understand that you have been there since they opened People's Cancer Institute. Yeah, so People's Cancer Institute opened in January of this year on the campus of Hamilton Medical Center on Memorial Drive. It's ranked in the top 10% in the nation for patient safety for cancer care, um, and it's accredited by the Commission on Cancer. Now, are you saying it's ranked as one of the top 10%? Mm-hmm. In the nation. In the nation. For patient safety for cancer care. That is wonderful. Open less than a year. Right. Wow. Congratulations. With new buildings often comes new technologies, and People's Cancer Institute is no different. Uh, we've added cutting-edge new radiation therapies, including the Varian TrueBeam Linear Accelerator, 4D CT, a simulator with HDR brachytherapy. We've offered 3D mammography, uh, as well as ultrasound imaging in People's Cancer Institute to help with breast cancer detection. On the second floor, we have private and semi-private infusion rooms for patients undergoing chemotherapy. Every week, we have multidisciplinary care gatherings at People's Cancer Institute, which is something that I've seen at some of the really high institutions that I've trained at, including at Johns Hopkins. This includes a meeting where you have different specialties coming together to talk about personalized care for an individual patient. So the surgeon is able to give their input, the radiologist is able to give their input, the medical and radiation oncologist are able to all give their input in real time to drive clinical decision making that the patient may then here later on that day at their medical appointment. So that sort of multidisciplinary care is very unique um, and is not going on everywhere across the country. And I think it lends to providing faster, more efficient care for patients, which usually, in my experience, leads to better outcomes. Patient navigation and oncology social work services are also offered at People's Cancer Institute. Now, what is that? So what that means is when you get a diagnosis of cancer, we have a nurse navigator that helps you navigate your care. So what that nurse navigator would help you do is help you set up your appointments. She will explain things that you may not understand that the doctor has recommended or is offering as treatment options. She will make sure that your follow-up appointments work with your time schedule, uh, your time frame, those sorts of things. So it's almost like a personal driver for a car. Right. Uh, they, they help you get to where you need to be on a specific schedule. So so you're not on your own. You're not on your own. Um, and that's something that's very important, particularly in cancer care, which can be very confusing. And uh, complicated. Complicated, absolutely. confusing, and obviously emotional for, sure. for many patients. Uh, it's hard to think about what and when your appointments are when you're thinking about your life and thinking about you know, your hair falling out or thinking about being nauseous from your chemotherapy and things like that. It's hard to keep all the logistics of your life in the forefront, and that's what the nurse navigator is there to help you do. Good. Very good. And I believe, did you mention social workers? I think you did mention social work. Social work services as well in terms of uh, ride navigation, getting to and from People's Cancer Institute. If there's uh, home health care that needs to be done as part of your cancer care, they'll, they'll help with arrange that as well. Good. Sounds great. We also offer second opinions at People's Cancer Institute, whether it's reviewing 
medical imaging, uh, getting a second opinion from an oncologist or radiation oncologist to determine if a different chemotherapy course or a different radiation plan should be part of your treatment. Those are things that we offer. We can connect you with additional resources from other academic centers as well. Obviously, we've got great ones in the area with Vanderbilt and Emory mm-hmm. fairly close by. Yeah, very close. Dr. Patel, you you said uh, that there's so many wonderful things going on at People's Cancer Institute, and you're a radiologist. What is your day like? What does a radiologist do? So a radiologist, just in general terms, is a physician who has completed medical school, residency, and often a fellowship training, and their job is to interpret images in a general term. So they would interpret CT scans, MRIs, ultrasounds, nuclear medicine scans, such as PET scans, as well as mammography. We have the ability to to read almost any scan from anywhere in the country. And so what we have there at People's Cancer Institute is a mammography set up with mammograms as well as ultrasound. So on a daily basis, uh, women come in and sometimes men come in for mammograms. Most of our mammograms are screening mammograms, which means patients are not having any symptoms. They're just coming in to be screened and Mm -hmm. checked for breast cancer. And breast cancer specifically is what we do screening mammograms for. So my job as the radiologist or one of my partner's jobs would be to evaluate the mammogram and try and find changes that may be very early signs of cancer. And then we would evaluate those on a deeper basis. In other words, we would bring patients back and take more images, either with mammogram and or ultrasound, to try and determine if we think there's truly something going on in that region of the breast that we need further imaging or further medical therapy for, or if we think that everything in the breast looks fine. I understand. Um, One of your jobs, I, I would imagine, is for the ladies and gentlemen that come in on a yearly basis, that you can compare year to year to year and really get a good picture of what's going on. Mammograms are one of the few screening modalities where a yearly visit is very important. I explained to my patients when I talked to them that reading mammograms is like reading a book. Every page in the book tells part of the story. So when you skip one year, five years, ten years, you miss the story. And it's hard to put the story back together. And sometimes it's too late to put the story back together. And so it's very difficult for patients at times to understand why it's important to come for a mammogram when they're not having any symptoms. But we know that most breast cancer is asymptomatic when it's diagnosed. And so that's why it's very important to come every year. It allows us to compare your mammogram this year to your mammogram from last year to your mammogram from five years ago because changes in the breast as cancer develops can be very subtle. And we are able to see those subtle changes more accurately and more consistently and just in general better when we have more comparisons. Lots of times women will also come from other facilities where they've had mammograms. So it's hard for us to compare our images to facilities from other images when the other images are not available. So we ask that if you do come with images from other facilities that if possible you bring those images with you so we can use those as a reference. Now this 3D, what is that? So very few people are familiar with 3D and medical imaging, but we all know 3D pictures. Mm -hmm. We've seen those posters that are 3D. We understand what two-dimensional and three-dimensional imaging is in some other areas of our lives. But 3D imaging with mammograms is something that's fairly new. It allows us to actually take slices through the breast and allows us to see earlier changes in the breast tissue that we wouldn't be able to see in 2D. So in 2D, when areas of the breast overlie or right next to each other, we have a hard time telling them apart. And sometimes we need to separate 
the pieces of the breast in order for us to see them really well. And 3D imaging allows us to uh, see that imaging. 3D imaging allows us to see those differences in the breast. Wow. Many patients are familiar with x-ray versus CT scan. Right. A lot of patients have had both of those, and it's a similar change between those two. Consider x-ray 2D, and then CT would be like 3D. So we can see a lot more things with a CT scan than we can with an x-ray. Same thing as with 3D imaging compared to 2D imaging. That is that is really great, and that's that technology we talked about earlier in the show. The technology is just advanced to that. Right, and Hamilton Medical Center does a great job keeping up with their technology and allowing us as radiologists to come to the table and say, hey, this is a new technology that we think will benefit patients, and it's something we've just started offering really in the last 18 months. We started it before we got to People's Cancer Institute, but we've now added it to People's Cancer Institute as well. We've also added a new machine over at People's Cancer Institute, a new mammogram machine, Mm -hmm. which is called the Pristina, and it is a cutting edge. It's a brand new machine that's been developed, and the nice thing about the Pristina is it allows the patient to have control over the amount of compression that their breast is in during the procedure. Right. Mammograms require compression of the breast, and before the Pristina, the mammogram technician would actually compress the breast themselves. Now with this new Pristina, the patient is able to control the compression of their breast. And we have found that anytime you can control what you are feeling yourself, it's a much better experience as opposed to somebody else controlling that for you. And we find that we get better images because patients will actually compress their breast more than the technician would have or would have been able to. And so we're getting better pictures with this new technology. Is that right? Yeah. That is that is just great. That is great. So, and what's that called? It's called the Pristina is the name of that machine. And you have that at People's Cancer Institute. We do have that at People's Cancer Institute. Yep. Good. Hey, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about breast cancer and what can be done to help prevent breast cancer. We'll be right back. Do you snore? Are you always tired? You could be suffering from obstructive sleep apnea. Hamilton Regional Sleep Center provides real solutions for sleep apnea, insomnia, narcolepsy, and restless leg syndrome. Overnight sleep testing is conducted by highly trained technologists in a warm and friendly environment. Call Hamilton Regional Sleep Center, 706-278-4757. That's 706-278-4757. Be a hero. Stop a stroke. If you think someone you're with is having a stroke, ask him to smile. Does his face droop? Have him raise both arms. Does one arm drift down? Can he repeat a simple phrase without slurring? If you see even one of these symptoms, call 911 right away. Because when it's a stroke, every second counts. Hamilton Medical Center has a nationally ranked, highly trained rapid stroke team ready to care for you. Hamilton Medical Center. Health for life. Do you snore? Are you always tired? You could be suffering from obstructive sleep apnea. Hamilton Regional Sleep Center provides real solutions for sleep apnea, insomnia, narcolepsy, and restless leg syndrome. Overnight sleep testing is conducted by highly trained technologists in a warm and friendly environment. Call Hamilton Regional Sleep Center, 706-278-4757. That's 706-278-4757. Join us on a journey to better health. Health for life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. 
Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Healthcare System, health for life. If you're in need of medical care, don't delay. Your health won't wait. Hamilton Medical Center is ready to care for you. We are following CDC guidelines. Patients and guests are screened for COVID-19 symptoms. Those who are suspected to have the virus are treated in a separate area. Plus, Hamilton's high-powered UV light robots eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and viruses on surfaces. Please do not delay medical care. Your health won't wait. As always, Hamilton is here for you. Welcome back to Health for Life. Dr. Patel, radiologist, is with us. We're uh, talking about People's Cancer Institute. We also have a dietitian in the room we'll be talking with in just a few minutes. First, though, we want to talk about the importance of screening for breast cancer. So breast cancer screening is very important. Uh, we know that in all cancers, cancer found early is typically cancer that is small and hasn't spread, and typically that cancer is easier to treat successfully long-term. Mammograms are our way to find breast cancer, and so mammograms, yearly mammograms specifically, are very important. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. When should you have your first mammogram? So women should have their first mammogram at the age of 40. They and should- how often after that? After the age of 40, women should be screened every year at least to 75 for most women is appropriate. Okay, I understand. Now, what if there's a history of breast cancer in the family, a sister, a mother, a grandparent who had breast cancer? So good question. We consider those patients high-risk patients. So if you have a family member that has a history of breast cancer, we suggest you get screened 10 years prior when your family member was diagnosed. So if your family member was diagnosed at 45, we suggest you consider getting screened at 35. I understand. There are new genetic tests that we're now offering that will allow us to determine if you have any genes that put you at risk for breast cancer. That would also change how early you would get screened, as well as how you would get screened. Dr. Patel, lots of great information. Before you step out, if there's anything you can leave our listeners with when it comes to one word of advice about their health, what would that be? It's very important to know your personal risk. Everybody's risk is different. It's important to know your family history, if possible, to know your genetic makeup or predisposition based on our genetic testing. Talk to your health care provider before you come and see us. Often they know more about your history than we do, and they can help guide you in terms of when you need to have your mammogram, how often you need to have your mammogram, do you need some other form of imaging, and then call us. We're happy to take care of you. We're happy to read your mammograms, perform your mammograms and ultrasounds. You can call us at 706-272-6565. Dr. Patel, thank you very much. I appreciate you joining us for Health for Life. Uh, coming up, we have dietitian Victoria Schwark. And she's going to be talking with us uh, in just a moment. So stay with us on Health for Life. If you're in need of medical care, don't delay. Your health won't wait. Hamilton Medical Center is ready to care for you. We are following CDC guidelines. Patients and guests are screened for COVID-19 symptoms. Those who are suspected to have the virus are treated in a separate area. Plus, Hamilton's high-powered UV light robots eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and viruses on surfaces. Please do not delay medical care. Your health won't wait. As always, Hamilton is here for you. Join us on a journey to better health, health for life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Health Care System, health for life. Right care. Right time. 
right at home. Hamilton Physician Group now offers telehealth appointments through your mobile phone, tablet, or computer. Connect with your healthcare provider in the comfort of your own home. Call any Hamilton Physician Group office or visit hamiltonhealth.com slash telehealth to schedule your appointment. Most health insurance plans are accepted and self-pay options are available. Hamilton Physician Group, we're here for you. Be a hero. Stop a stroke. If you think someone you're with is having a stroke, ask him to smile. Does his face droop? Have him raise both arms. Does one arm drift down? Can he repeat a simple phrase without slurring? If you see even one of these symptoms, call 911 right away. Because when it's a stroke, every second counts. Hamilton Medical Center has a nationally ranked, highly trained rapid stroke team ready to care for you. Hamilton Medical Center, health for life. At Hamilton Hospice, we don't just care for the patient, we provide compassionate support for the entire family. Early intervention can significantly impact a patient's comfort and quality of life and allow family members to focus on embracing special moments with their loved one. Hamilton Hospice has provided compassionate expert care to North Georgia for over 30 years. Call 706-278-2848 or visit hamiltonhealth.com slash hospice to learn more. Welcome back to Health for Life. We have dietitian Victoria Schwark in the studio, uh, who is the dietitian at the People's Cancer Institute and also Bradley Wellness Center. Victoria, why did you choose to become a nutritionist? Well, I love health and wellness and I love food, so it's the perfect combination of the two. <laughs> Um, I get to use this knowledge to help patients improve their nutrition, whether that be through prevention or treatment of various conditions. What's your favorite part of the job? Uh, being able to help patients be their strongest going into or throughout their cancer treatment and seeing our nutrition interventions pay off, uh, that's pretty rewarding. I'm sure, that it, I'm sure that it is. In your spare time, what do you enjoy doing? Well, I love to cook and bake, and I actually have quite a sweet tooth. Wow, that's good. <laughs> um, and I enjoy spending time outdoors. Can good nutrition help to prevent breast cancer? Absolutely. Prevention is key, not only for breast cancer, but for all cancer types. In fact, one quarter to a third of all cancers could be prevented by choosing healthy diet patterns and physical activity. There's some specific areas to focus on for cancer prevention. And what are those? So the first is body weight. It's important to be as lean as possible while still being within the normal range of body weight, trying to avoid weight gain and any increases in waist circumference. Intentional weight loss is actually associated with a decrease in cancer risk. Second is physical activity. Aim to be moderately physically active for at least 30 to 60 minutes every day. Try to limit sedentary behaviors such as sitting or watching TV. Not only does this exercise help with weight management, but the physical activity itself has its own cancer protective benefits regardless of your body weight. Another important part of cancer prevention when it comes to nutrition is trying to limit your intake of sugar-sweetened beverages. So this includes the sodas, juices, teas, etc. They're very calorie-dense drinks, and they should only be consumed sparingly. They can also contribute to that weight gain that we had just talked about trying to prevent. Next is plant foods. So for cancer prevention, it's best to eat mostly foods of plant origin and to try and choose whole grains, nuts, beans, legumes, fruits, and vegetables. The more colorful foods and in their whole form that you can consume, the better. This is because plant foods are rich in phytochemicals, vitamins, minerals, and they also contain high amounts of fiber, which do help protect against cancer. Mm -hmm. 
Try and aim for five servings of fruits and vegetables each day, and this is the equivalent about two and a half cups. Now when it comes to animal foods, the goal is to try and limit your intake of red meat and processed meats. So these processed meats are the bacon, ham, pepperoni, hot dogs, sausages, etc. There's actually convincing evidence that these types of meats can lead to colon cancer. So when it comes to animal foods, poultry and fish are the most preferable types, but every type of meat can be included in a healthy diet if in moderation. Now when it comes to alcohol, try to limit your consumption of these drinks. There's convincing evidence that alcoholic drinks are a cause of both pre- and postmenopausal breast cancer. But if you do consume these drinks, limit it to no more than two drinks per day for men and no more than one per day for women. There's one last part of a healthy diet that revolves around your sodium intake. It's important to try and limit your consumption of salt to less than 2,000 milligrams per day. And ideally, it should actually be less than 1,500 milligrams per day, especially if you have high blood pressure. You can use the nutrition facts label on packaged foods to find the number of milligrams in a certain food to help you pick out a lower sodium and healthier choice. And when you're cooking, try to flavor your foods with herbs and spices instead of salt. You can try the salt-free seasoning blend Mrs. Dash, which is sold in most grocery stores. So overall, there's many aspects of our lifestyles that we can work on each day in order to try and do what we can to prevent cancer. Lots of good information. What about dietary supplements? So although it may surprise you, dietary supplements are not actually recommended for cancer prevention. It's best to aim to meet your nutritional needs through food and diet alone. And if you're following these lifestyle recommendations that we had just discussed, supplements won't be needed. There's actually no evidence to suggest that supplements provide the same anti-cancer benefits as foods and whole fruits and vegetables. In fact, some high-dose supplements can actually increase your cancer risk. These include the vitamin A and the vitamin E supplements. So the more colorful foods and whole fruits and vegetables that you can eat, the better. Um, and again, remember, we're aiming for that two and a half cups of them each day. The last point that I did want to mention for breast cancer prevention is about breastfeeding. Research suggests that not only is breastfeeding very beneficial for babies, but it can actually reduce a mother's risk of both pre- and postmenopausal breast cancer. So for mothers, aim to breastfeed infants up to six months exclusively before introducing other liquids or solids. When you talk about eating colorful vegetables, uh, are you talking about vegetables, do you eat them in their raw form or is it okay to cook them? Both is completely fine. Some nutrients are better absorbed when they are cooked, for example, tomatoes. Because I think of a salad. Right. So eating a variety, cooked, raw, mm -hmm. fresh, frozen, canned. Just, just eat it. Yeah. Just, just get <laughs> it down. The more fruits and vegetables, the better. Now, where can people go to learn more about nutrition? So these days, there's a lot of information about nutrition out there on the internet. What you do find actually might not be credible or written by nutrition experts. So two online resources that are credible for nutrition information that also include articles, videos, and recipes are MyPlate and Eat Right. So these can be found at www.choosemyplate.gov and also www.eatright.org. Before you leave... Give everyone listening a, a word of advice. Prevention is key, so trying to do everything you can on the front end, having a healthy diet and lifestyle. For more information or an appointment at People's Cancer Institute, call 844-PCI-HOPE. That's 844-PCI-HOPE. To make an appointment for a 3D mammogram, call 706 272-6565. And to learn more about the People's Cancer Institute, visit hamiltonhealth.com slash cancer. 
If you're in need of medical care, don't delay. Your health won't wait. Hamilton Medical Center is ready to care for you. We are following CDC guidelines. Patients and guests are screened for COVID-19 symptoms. Those who are suspected to have the virus are treated in a separate area. Plus, Hamilton's high-powered UV light robots eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and viruses on surfaces. Please do not delay medical care. Your health won't wait. As always, Hamilton is here for you. Be a hero. Stop a stroke. If you think someone you're with is having a stroke, ask him to smile. Does his face droop? Have him raise both arms. Does one arm drift down? Can he repeat a simple phrase without slurring? If you see even one of these symptoms, call 911 right away. Because when it's a stroke, every second counts. Hamilton Medical Center has a nationally ranked, highly trained rapid stroke team ready to care for you. Hamilton Medical Center. Health for life. Right care, right time, right at home. Hamilton Physician Group now offers telehealth appointments through your mobile phone, tablet, or computer. Connect with your healthcare provider in the comfort of your own home. Call any Hamilton Physician Group office or visit hamiltonhealth.com telehealth to schedule your appointment. Most health insurance plans are accepted and self-pay options are available. Hamilton Physician Group, we're here for you. At Hamilton Hospice, we don't just care for the patient, we provide compassionate support for the entire family. Early intervention can significantly impact a patient's comfort and quality of life and allow family members to focus on embracing special moments with their loved one. Hamilton Hospice has provided compassionate, expert care to North Georgia for over 30 years. Call 706-278-2848 or visit hamiltonhealth.com slash hospice to learn more. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of COVID-19 and other respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Stay at least six feet from other people and stay home if you're sick. For more information, visit HamiltonHealth.com or CDC.gov. Join us on a journey to better health. Health for life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Healthcare System, health for life. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System.